0: You are now tuned into the Wake, wake the Block of Network.
1: This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this. One of the all-time favorite One,
0: shows. shows. Wake the fuck up. Wake the
2: fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the burbs Every street, every car you can block. Watch your heart. That's secure. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the verbs. Every street, every car you can block. Watch your heart. That's secure. Wake the fuck up. This uplifting cinematic experience. Uh, I've got something important to tell you, man. The big story is...
3: <laughs> dig this and dig it deep.
1: Three, two, welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. Very special Wake the Flock Up. Uh, do you know what? The weather's been... Pretty gentle, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I came back from Vegas uh, the weekend. I spent four days in Vegas.
3: So it was like 130 degrees. I
1: I thought it was going to be bad, but it it wasn't too bad, which had me concerned because I'm thinking this is a desert. So like, this should be fucking hot, right? I'm thinking like, you know, weather fucking... Controlling all types of shit when you're down there. Yeah, the heart machine. <laughs> uh, no, no. no. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I like it. Really gave me an appreciation for California when I came back. You know, because it, it's a four to five hour drive, but that difference, dude, is, is is felt immediately. The minute we arrived, I live in Orange County, so the minute we arrived in Orange County, dude, the the weather, which is so much more pleasant, you know, and I started to think, like, dude, California is such a dope state to live in. Facts. You know, um, it's pro. It's probably the. Uh, it's probably the best place to live in at the best time in the best country.
3: Yeah, that makes for sense, sure. Right? Definitely.
1: Southern California, bro, can you live anywhere better?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've been all over the country and uh, I, I like Southern California and I like the Northwest. I love Seattle and Portland. You a forest guy? I'm a forest guy, yeah. I, I'm
1: a forest guy too, but it's I envision me retiring on a lake... With a dope In, in a dope like a uh, cabin
3: Yeah you know, I see that nice a nicer
1: cabin I'm not talking little shit I want like a I want like a dope
3: Yeah yeah you know, yeah Lincoln hell
1: log yeah. fucking joint Yeah know? bro But I want to be outside Of my, my backyard It should just be forestry like, That's dope to me You know that imagery In my mind Like just watching that You know that's how I want to die an old man
3: Yeah hell yeah uh, Yeah the beach is cool But you know I've lived here 30 years bro It's uh I'm spoiled yeah. I don't swim in it anymore For sure Yeah Like I did as a kid but you know I'm not trying to turn into like a mutant, you know. Yeah. Where are we uh where do we originate from? I was born in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Manhattan Beach till I was like 9 mm-hmm. and then um My family moved us out to Whidbey Island, Washington, which is like a small island 40 miles north of Seattle. That's why I have that connection with Seattle. Mm. We lived there for two years, and um, my dad was in the film industry. Mm. So like, I lived up there with my brother and my mom. My dad was working in Hollywood, and he'd commute every weekend. So every weekend he'd fly up to Seattle. What what did he do? uh, He was an editor. Like a so, film editor? Yeah, like he did like Dirty Dancing and like Fame. So his
1: names are on the credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dancing, done some big bro. shit. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, like uh, Uncommon Valor. Yeah, you know, Like sure. Jedi Mind Tricks made an album yeah. with a cover and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he got tired of commuting. So we lived there for two years in Washington. And then we moved back when I was like 12 to uh, Pasadena. Uh-huh. I've been in Pasadena ever right. since. Hence That's- the tattoo on my fingers.
1: <laughs> uh, so we're coming from uh, You said uh, So basically Pasadena Yeah is, is
3: where you, you, Okay You yeah. still there? Yeah Okay What
1: is it Why do why haven't we ventured out From Pasadena? Um, keeping you there?
3: I mean you know I've like moved around Like I've lived I've moved back up to Seattle As an adult I've lived in Humboldt County Yeah um, Like Portland, Oregon But I always end up back here bro And yeah. it's like Like I tell out of towners That move to LA Like they ask me Like what the best areas are And I always tell them like if you can afford the west side Mm -hmm. like if you were to buy a property like Mm -hmm. if you can afford the west side tight but if not like Pasadena Eagle Rock Mm. is dope I love like Silver Lake and like Highland Park what about it what is it I don't know man it's just kind of tucked up Beneath the mountains yeah, You know yeah, And like Just yeah.
1: it, it, um, Those cities are very Hilly right Like there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of movement So it makes the cities Almost alive And it gives them A lot of personality Yeah The one thing I, I'm from Orange County Right I was Actually I was I just I found out not that long ago Maybe like four years ago That I was actually Born in LA Oh shit I was born in Martha Luther King Hospital I think which is LA Or Compton Or something like that um, But I spent my entire life In Orange County And I've only moved in in cities there In Orange County Um, So the difference Having to come here for work For the radio And all this other shit uh, The difference of, of the cities And the way that people interact with each other Is very obvious if you pay attention
3: Definitely
1: and, um, Orange County Is, is, is uh, more spread out As in the living So people don't live In apartment buildings As much as they do In like solitary homes It's but more they like might suburbs and su- shit. suburbish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though You scatter some Apartment buildings It's mostly And even the apartments Will all come to look Like houses Like so there's This idea of of the burbs um mixed with ghettos and then again disneyland where i where i where i live at uh so the the, blo- the two three blocks that disneyland owns is pristine right it's fucking beautiful yeah. it's clean it's gorgeous outside of those two blocks bro it's
3: all, all tense and fucking it, it, meth it, yeah it, dude
1: so th- there's a home there's a there's a regulation <sighs> in anaheim i believe so like they'll walk you can't uh, homeless people don't walk down disneyland streets bro like they're they're like they're run. like not
3: allowed to. Well, or? not that they're
1: not allowed to. They're, they're they're rushed or they're moved or they're or they're like, hey, we gotta keep along because these two streets are worth like a gajillion dollars yeah, to, the to the city and to the county, right? Um, but 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 outside of that, Orange County has a lot of personality. It's very homey. But LA is almost like its own character in a story. Like some of the some of the the buildings and the older stuff gives LA that feel where like. You can see where an artist would pick up on the energy of the streets.
3: Oh, and I think
1: that's why it breathes so many artists. Yeah, because the, the the buildings alone tell
3: stories, bro. You could you know just venture on. There's just so much history and yeah. every every little. Um, LA is like five huge cities in one. You know, you right. have downtown, you yeah. have Hollywood, you have the Valley, yeah. you have the West Side, you yeah. have Pasadena um yeah if i if i wasn't an artist I, I probably wouldn't live out here though yeah oh you know f- yes uh, it, i'd be in a cabin <laughs> in the woods somewhere for already sure. you know Yeah.
1: so if you've never picked up a mic you think you'd be somewhere in the woods for sure doing yeah. what like what kind of work would you do
3: dude uh probably like growing weed or something i don't know <laughs> like tech shit you, you like just on lumberjack where i don't have shit, to do interact you. with him yeah i'll be a farmer bro I oh, don't, okay you know what it's I mean? you just a Bitcoin farmer, though. Not
1: like a real farmer. Yeah. It's right? like, yeah, I'm staying in my house, farmer.
3: Just like away from society. <laughs> yeah, you know? no doubt.
1: No, I, I want to retreat. I, I hear you. Like, I don't want to live in the city my entire life. I plan on retreating towards the end and just live my life in dignity somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, are, are we, how about a prepper? Do you like prep for that kind of stuff? Like uh, disasters or something like that?
3: Uh you mean like um well someone that likes to be in the woods yeah you know
1: that's prepper
3: goal right yeah i mean i can like get by in the woods like i can like you know i'm pretty like crafty you could survive a night in the woods uh a night oh for sure dude for sure Yeah, yeah. come out fucking winning yeah i could i could you know i was like arguing with my girl about this she didn't believe me but i can i can build a fire you know what i mean yeah um you know uh, chop wood and how shit. how sure
1: are you that you can do do you think you can do these
3: things or Bro, I'll get have it done. you done these things Have you? no i dude like my dad took me camping a lot as a yeah. kid so like he and i was in like boy scouts and shit okay so i you know i learned how to like tie oh, so different you, knots and like you know okay. it's like yeah, yeah like filet fish okay here
1: i had a thought the other day and uh as an expert woodsman i need your opinion on yeah okay? i'm watching this documentary on bears stoned out of my mind bro just, like, it's fucking great and they're and they're breaking down the size like the actual sizes of bears right and like they end up saying that the polar bear is the biggest of all bears as in like it's the tallest It's uh-huh. motherfucker thing can hit like 12 feet or something of bear it's like two and a half tons or something Jeez. yeah huge second to that is like the grizzly you know um, so I but, so I'm looking at these and then like the California bear the black bear it's like 150 pounds 200 pounds it's like 5'2'' You know, not very big.
3: We'll still tear you to shreds. Hold
1: on, hold on. So, I'm looking at the bear, and I'm like, 5'2", 100. I'm like, I'm 5'9". I got like 40 pounds on this bear. I'm thinking, dude, I could take a bear, right? I could take a California bear. I'm not saying I'm going to take a grizzly, right? I understand. But like a local black California bear, I feel like I got a good chance.
3: Bro, I'd rather I'd rather fight a bear than, yeah. uh, than a mountain lion. Okay, for sure, dude. Sure, because that's a big ass cat. Like they'll just <sighs> fucking pounce on yeah, you. Yeah, but a bear's almost like shreds, a big ass dog. It's not much better. I Ew. run fast though, dude. I and if it came, if I came face like toe to toe with a bear, like I mean, I would I wouldn't back down. I'd I'd try to fucking box the bear. You'd you know, try, you would box a bear. I'll fight anybody, bro. Even if I get my <laughs> ass beat, you know. But if it came down to it, that's like a life or death situation. Like I would try to run.
1: Well, what's the, what's what they tell you to do is to curl up in a ball and pretend you're dead, right? Yeah, that fuck way the, that. the bear. It I don't sounds dumb. That,
3: dude. that does not sound smart.
1: You know what it is? I think it's so that they'll be able to recognize the corpse. Mm. So the,
3: okay, so I'll so play possum. Well,
1: hold on. Well, I was in, I was in the military, and uh, they were like, during a nuclear attack, what we want you to do is lay flat with your helmet. Like if you were like um, with your helmet on top of you, holding your helmet down face down, like flat face down with a helmet, and I'm like, what's it? You know what the fuck? And I'm like, oh okay, because we're gonna die. They just want us to be. <laughs> I count it. They just want to be able to count us. Like that's Jeez. all it is. It's same thing with the bear, right? Like, like okay, just don't move so we can get a facial recognition. So you're not <laughs> gonna pass. I don't know, California bear. I think I got one, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I get it, you know, it it it, it could backfire on me, but I, I'm i going to give it a try next time I'm in the woods.
3: I mean, bro, like bears swim, they climb trees. Uh-huh. Like the only thing I could think of is like if you run fast, you'd have to like jump off a cliff type shit uh-huh. to get away or slide down the yeah. hill, you know? Yeah. But yeah, man, fuck all that. I've never... Uh,
1: but these are the dangers that, it, that await you if you're going to fucking live out in the woods, bro.
3: Yeah, and dude, they creep down into Pasadena. You know? Uh-huh. There's like bear spottings all the time, dude. Oh, yeah? The, yeah, the animal control has to come and like hit them with a poison dart, you know? Yeah.
1: So, the bears, are, bears are wandering around uh, your neighborhood?
3: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, oh, they shit. come. I'm in Altadena, so it's like right there. Uh-huh. Like I can walk 10 minutes to the hiking trails, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. But yeah, they spot them a lot. Dur- probably during summer,
1: right? Like like in the pool, yeah. looking for water and shade and food yeah. and all
3: that okay in like people's backyards and like attack their dogs and shit what, like
1: that what would you um recommend i did if i do come across
3: if i'm uh, if, I, if i'm visiting you right all right and a bear <laughs> I was there i roll up to your pad i would come strapped bro oh yeah what what, what, what do i need though like what? i mean you need a high high caliber fucking gun uh-huh. you know um when i when i was camping i was taught that if a bear comes you want to like bang you want to make loud noises and like yell at it like bang pots and pans together because mm. they don't like the loud noise and they'll just they'll just run away you know <clears throat> hopefully so, we don't ever have to be in that predicament sure that fucked up
1: yeah I'll, I'll make sure not to come visit you bro Fucking i'll forget something in my car <laughs> i'll come back <laughs> Shit's dangerous, son. See where I live, you gotta worry about fucking hoodlums, you gotta worry about bears and shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Toxic in the streets, yeah you know the vibe. Ever caught a case with the peace. yeah you know the vibe. Shot of shared a rig with the bleach, yeah you know the vibe. Do my things till the latest cease, call it suicide. Ever been toxic in the streets, yeah you know the vibe. Ever caught a case with the peace. yeah you know the vibe. Shot of shared a rig with the bleach, yeah you know the vibe. Do my things till the latest cease, call it suicide. It all started in MacArthur. Twelve balloons in a pack. I was burnt out off the crystal, plus the coke in the Zan. My homie on parole hit me up with a plan. <laughs> I swooped him up in the Solera till go no has on a cram. I've been chasing green 80s till the prices went up. Right. told me nah the shit is cheaper. Start supplying the stuff. Yeah. My Paisa yeah. with the biz, homie. Drive to the cut. Do and if he sees that you're dependable, he'll front you he with Cop 60, shot three, no tolerance. Rush. Fresh needles, Walgreens. Cop the ten for a buck. $50. Flipped it to the fiends, doubled up on my funds. Got a bad chunky bitch. Now we're falling in love Love Cans of Arizona, slice the bottom to cook Cook Stir the sludge, don't burn your fingers When you're mixing the goods Tied the belts around my arm, hit the vein with precision Eyes pinned, I feel perfect, now it's time that you listen You ever been dope sick in the streets? Yeah, you know the vibe Ever caught a case with a piece? Yeah, you know the vibe Shot up, shared a rig with the police? Yeah, you know the vibe Do my things till the latest cease Call it suicide Ever been dope sick in the streets? Yeah, you know the vibe Never caught a case with a piece Yeah, you know the vibe Shot him, shared a rig with the bleach Yeah, you know the vibe Do my things till I yeah. to cease Call no. it suicide I Woke up at Olympic Motel with what the chills Bed bugs and cold sweats, blood yeah. stains on my grill huh? Last night was a blur, but there's black yeah. in my zipper yeah. Hit a vein in my throat to get rid of the shivers <laughs> Then I hit the goal line, Pasadena goal <laughs> line <laughs> Fentanyl, yeah. I cut mine perfect so you won't yeah. I swear Gotta really get my bread up, <laughs> fuck 12, I'm fed up Probation violation Now these cuffs Will never let up yeah. Sitting in a cell Cause these people They so quick to tell Fake gangster Dope fiend Snitch Then they wish you well yeah. Money on my books Know my chick With the business yeah. Sent some boxes In the mail And paypal For Christmas Ten months later I was back in the streets Skid row With <sighs> neck deep With a relapse complete yeah. I'm a legend In my city So I died in my sleep Dark hand A lifesaver So the cycle Repeat, repeat yeah. You ever been Dope sick in the streets, yeah, you know the vibe. Ever caught a case with the piece, yeah, you know the vibe. Shot of shared a rig with the police, yeah, you know the vibe. Do my things till the latest cease. Call it suicide. Ever been dope sick in the streets, yeah, you know the vibe. Ever caught a case with the piece, yeah, you know the vibe. Shot of shared a rig with the police, yeah, you know the vibe. Do my things till the latest cease. Call it suicide. Hey, you fucking asshole, it's your fucking girlfriend. Answer your fucking phone. Bro, the by again Who the fuck is Felicia? Bitch, call me back, you piece of fucking shit
3: so heroin is a drug from morphine and it's a highly addictive drug. It's been around for many, many, many years. Um, it gives people a high, especially it can be smoked or it can be ejected. Um, and
1: especially when it's injected, it can be um, very dangerous as well. So
3: what it does is it enters the brain and it goes to certain receptors in the brain that are in pleasure centers of the brain. And those are uh, stimulated dopamine is released and the person gets a high from that. that.
1: With uh, the use of uh, an overdose in an overdose
3: situation, for example, heroin can rapidly kill someone by suppressing their respiration or stopping their heart.
1: to pasadena your living life is good what is um motivating you nowadays i know you're going through a, a big change in your life you know um i had the pleasure of meeting you when i uh got to sit down with lush yeah. who uh, was like the coolest dude in the world but, uh, um, so I, any t- opportunity that i get to uh talk to lush i, I take it you know he's he's a great dude about stuff up. of solid Individual. Um. But th- wh- honestly, what I, the reason I wanted to talk to Lesh is because I wanted to find out and see how he was doing during his recovery.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's doing good. I talk to him almost daily. So okay. He's just busy with the King of the Dot shit. Yeah. Um, he's in like Atlanta right now. But yeah. Every week he's in Detroit la yeah. atlanta keeping busy yeah busy
1: the, the, the other oh uh, the, the reason that well that's that's an important to point out because i was talking to max and i was and we were discussing uh discussing y- drug use but people that can like get away with it yeah. people they're like able to like maintain a lifestyle and they're like smoking crack in the bathroom then, you know <laughs> and uh and i and i was mentioning to him lush who was so successful While being the highest he's ever been You know what I'm saying And how that combats you wanting to get sober Because you're like Well It's not like I'm doing terrible I must be doing something right Yeah and that
3: was like his persona Like people knew him as that And like they expected him to just be like Rolling on Molly all the time Or like barred the fuck out You know what I mean Um, You know So You know A lot of people get sober They like want They like want to see the drama You know like they like want to see you doing bad the people around them yeah mm. i mean you know it's like
1: it, there is a sad version or side of humanity of humans that get a little bit of pleasure seeing somebody do worse than that i think everyone can can admit that that's happens. So they're like fuck man i wish that was me or get that little sense even though immediately my follow oh i'm, I'm proud of you i'm happy that's gonna but initially you're like hmm you know what i'm saying um, but some people can't control that, or it's it's an extreme, right? Where they're like they get a pleasure of seeing you fail, seeing you not do well at all.
3: Absolutely. you know, and there,
1: and there's people that are, unfortunately Go on businesses and countries and fucking, you know that don't mind seeing that. But lush is the kind of dude who wants to see you succeed the The, the, the reason I brought that up is I was gonna ask you, how are you weighing being high and 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 being working to working and being sober? You know what I'm saying? How's that that transition? Oh, man.
3: I mean, it was extremely uncomfortable at first. It was uh, like I I thought that I really needed like drugs for my creativity. And um, at the end of my using, you know, I just took three years uh, a couple days ago, three years clean. Um, But three years ago, like uh, I needed like heroin and, and shit to even be creative but at the end it it just completely blocked all of that you know what i mean so getting sober i thought that i wouldn't be able to write sober and i couldn't at first i had to like literally relearn everything you know and um and then i thought it was gonna like decrease but i got sober and my my creativity just fucking skyrocketed you Mm know yeah um can you think back of the first time you used the like, very first time i used let's say what do you remember the first drug you did yeah it was wd-40 the first the first drug you did <laughs> yeah. was w, how did you do wd-40 i sprayed it in a paper bag and huffed it oh shit like, i was yeah. watching that movie basketball diaries with leonardo dicaprio Classic. and like it's such a good film classic Um it was like his third movie or something but um they were like huffing paint and i was like that shit looks tight Movies make it look so cool, you know, especially Leonardo DiCaprio, dude. He made it look sexy. You know what I mean? So I found some, there wasn't any paint in my parents' garage, but WD 40. So, you know.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Green light. It's a red light, bro. Because he wasn't even an adult. <laughs> the moment <laughs> when you, you're finding a 14 year old Leonardo DiCaprio sexy, bro. You know
3: that, right? Well, I mean, the doing of the drugs. Oh, the second—that's oh, what I meant. Yeah, uh, yeah, my yeah, apologies, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. I thought you said Leo was like. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he made he made like doing drugs look look cool. You know. Sure.
1: Yeah. That's the problem, right?
3: Yeah, you, dude.
1: It, it look- okay, I've never done heroin. Okay, but I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> when I see somebody high on heroin, my first thought is like, dude, that looks that looks that looks like a good time. Yeah. It looks like that person is high as like Obliterated. You, you know what i'm saying i'm yeah. like almost like mm, curious you know what i'm saying um i don't know what that means i don't know what that says about me obviously i do have a um a substance issue i've smoked weed since i was maybe like 13 and i've fought it on and off um but the last kind of three to four years it's been pretty strong and unfortunately, I've added alcohol on top of that the
3: last like two mm, years. That's one of the worst ones. And and that's and it's I, legal, so it's yeah. That's you know. what I'm
1: starting to realize because it's legal. It's probably the worst, uh, the worst one. You know, because and society pushes it e- everywhere. It's, it's a common thing. People want, you know. I went to Vegas, spent the last four days in Vegas, and it's like, hey, it's seven in the morning, get a mimosa. Yeah. Hey, it's fucking noon, oh, fucking pina colada then because it's hot or a bit, you know, and it, they just fucking push it on you. Yeah. So it's hard unless you have discipline as an adult.
3: And then it's like, if you don't drink and you're in like a, you know, a social setting, it's like, and you're not drinking, people look at you like you're the fucking weirdo. You know what I mean? Like there's something wrong with you. It's like, that's how like ingrained into our society it is, you know?
1: Well, it's become a thing of like, when you share a beer with somebody, it's almost symbolic, right? It's like, there's a level of trust in America when someone shares a beer, there's a. It's different. Also, when when you have a cup of coffee, when someone that can only mean a couple things. See what I'm saying? Like we yeah. we we have these rituals as humans that we we say okay, th- let's utilize it in this moment. <clears throat> so <clears throat> everyone wants to relive that moment over and over again. So everyone drinks all the time, and uh, and unfortunately, it, it it does become a habit and becomes a problem. And I don't. I'm at the stage where I'm I'm able still to realize how drinking can become a, a bigger issue than it's already is because there's moments of discomfort when like i'm like man i wish i was drunk right now or i wish i was drinking and it's like noon and i didn't have those thoughts uh, two years ago
3: so you're it's it's a good thing you don't do heroin because they say that uh heroin addicts like alcohol and opiates affect the same part of the brain mm. so um it's like kind of a similar intoxicating high you know mm. what i mean like a lot of opiate addicts, their second drug of choice is alcohol.
1: It's numbing, basically. It's right? numbing. It's the numbing. Yeah. You know. uh, we talked about it a little bit with Lush. How it's probably all psychological, right? So like, there there's a there's a problem. There's something broken that we're all trying to like not deal with or not.
3: Yeah, it's usually trauma based. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm dude,
1: and I've accumulated enough to like not even have to be like, oh, well, I wonder if it's that. It's like, oh yeah, well, that that for sure has something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Um. So I guess it's a moment of reflection and like, okay, what? Do, how do I deal with it, right? What, how would you recommend I get started down a journey
3: of, like, sobriety? I mean, if it's really an issue like that and you can't stop... Um,
1: I'm using myself as an example because uh, I just want you to be as honest as you can. Yeah,
3: be. I mean, dude, the only thing that's worked for me is, is Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. is 12-step programs. I've yeah. tried, like, you know, just uh, smoking weed or... Um, Moving or changing whatever setting, you mm-hmm. know, um, breaking up with her, getting a new girlfriend, uh, you know, um, you were just of that shooting in worked. the dark.
2: Yeah. yeah like, you were
3: trying to figure something out. Like, yeah, just, just replacing the problem for like another one. You know what I mean? so the only thing that has worked for me was, was I went to treatment Yeah, so I could get physically sober. Yeah. Um, and then AA, because in AA, it basically what um, it introduces you to like your own to like you find your spirituality. You know, some people, it's not it's 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 a it's not a self help program. It's it's a God help program. Whether that's like a religious God or you know. So spirituality has a big part in getting sober. Absolutely. Why? Um, because you need you need to like you're you're basically you're with the substance you're using you're trying to fill a god-sized hole you know Mm -hmm. and and that hole can only be filled with like self-love and you know um so you know the when the 12 steps come into play it's like you know step one is like admitting you're powerless over whatever, in your life's unmanageable, right? Step two and three is, like, figuring out that God of your own understanding. And because that's, that's going to be your only crutch to lean on. There's going to be some point in time where no one will be able to answer the phone or, like, you know, um, you'll be alone. And, like, all you really have is, like, you know, prayer and, like, meditation, you know? Um, yeah.
1: And the God, the God, I think we're using God in different ways words right different
3: terms. i am i'm not religious by any means okay. like when i say god i mean like universal intelligence sure like nature and shit yeah, because yeah. that's just you can't deny that you know what i mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm. that that's a power greater than yourself you know
1: mm, i like that that's interesting dude that you gotta dig deep to i guess you really gotta come to terms with whatever it is that's hurting you
3: so step Face one that. you admit that your life's fucked up and that you have an issue right
1: but the, the problem is that most people's lives aren't fucked up Right. So, like, my life is not terrible. My life is not horrible, I think, in any way, shape, or form. Are you want to describe my Maybe, like, some people might say it's boring. Yeah. Some people might say that I, you know, I could do less blank or whatever. Right. But um, if I, what would attract me to sobriety if
3: my life's not terrible? I mean, you're, if you get sober, your life will only get better. It's not going to get worse. It's not going to stay the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know a lot of like you might not even be an alcoholic you might just be like a heavy drinker there's a big difference an alcoholic or a real addict is whatever it is weed crack meth alcohol like if i do just one i don't know where i'm gonna be in 24 hours i don't know when my run is gonna end like i can't literally my brain is wired differently like when i drink or use there's a an allergic reaction it sparks something in my brain um, where I'll just obsess on it after that and keep chasing it and keep chasing it till jails, institutions, or death. And I've been to all three of those a few times. You know? Um, And I don't, when I do drugs, like, I don't, I'm not just getting high, like, I do all the other shit that comes with it, like, all the criminal shit, and like, I'm a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Do you think that
1: you're using the The fact that you're high as an excuse to do those things or those things are being caused from you being high? Both.
3: But if I wasn't chasing a high, I probably wouldn't be like breaking into houses and cars and, you know, if I wasn't, if I wasn't using drugs, I wouldn't have been selling them. Mm. You know, I was selling them to support my habit, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And not insulting in any way at all. But I'm thinking you're still the type of dude who would go and buy drugs, though. You know and i think that's really the core that you have to get i guess face to face with yeah like dude you're the type of dude that would shoot up so think about don't even worry about why just think about you're the dude that that that's you know that's something for you that's a thing that's a possibility why is that right and and i and i can see the layers having to be peeled back to the realistic level of like well hey you're a kid at this age and this happened right and that's when It turned.
3: So there's like the trauma and the guilt and shame and stuff is what, and the low self esteem, et cetera, is what drives you to use, right? Mm. So, but now that I'm in recovery Mm -hmm. and I've like worked through a lot of those things, Mm -hmm. um, if I pick up, it it triggers something in my brain to where like I'm not stopping until I get arrested or overdose. Crazy, bro. And um, what's crazy too is, I know it's a disease because what's crazy is that after one year, or five years, or ten years sober, like if I relapse, I'll go right back to my drug of choice, le- which is heroin. Le- normal le- people don't shoot heroin, you know. Yeah. So that's there's something wrong there. That's like you know. Yeah. That's not normal.
1: Yeah, th- there's there's a uh, almost a a self hatred that draws you to that, right? Yeah. That's that's deep, bro. That's, that's very deep And I'm glad And I really appreciate You being so open Because I think the I know the Lush episode Helped out a lot of people I got a lot of good messages And I also sent it out To some rehab, rehab houses
3: mm, And oh. I got
1: a good response For them
3: So That's another thing too Is um, You know Being an artist yeah. If you're creative um, And you're in recovery You have to work An even stronger program Because You know You're finna be around shit You know what I mean You can't just like hide out at home and not go out in the world Mm -hmm. because you know you don't want to relapse like I'm a creative I'm an artist so I'm gonna be around people people are either using or they're in recovery Mm -hmm. when it comes to like musicians and you know shit like that so um and as artists like we feel more than the average person Mm -hmm. so we're very emotional people Mm -hmm. um so we feel like extra you know so you know, it's like the the curse of an artist. It's like being cursed. Is
1: is is such a it's a thing that you want. Like as an artist, you're proud of it. You're proud that you get to do this. You, that you, you know, you're you're the one that was donned with this gift to do this, and you show it off sometimes, and it makes you feel <laughs> good, blah blah blah. But a lot of times, behind the door, behind it's it's it's. Torturous, it's, it's strenuous. Torturous. It won't leave you alone. It'll keep fucking with you it's until. It's a you- lover. It's a love-hate <laughs> relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, it, it's the, the it's the I feel the need to create that we have. That for some people it's more extreme than others. I think ultimately that's what it might come down to. People just don't want to be forgotten, so they want to create, 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 create in a way to kind of stay. And never die yeah because we all know that that's not gonna happen you know what i'm saying right. so i feel that maybe art is that is is humanity's very like last grasp at life yeah and and so that you know you creating not something out of nothing bro that's godlike shit. that's you know it's
3: sorcery it's
1: exactly what it is yeah uh, uh it, <clears throat> and um as i was going through your catalog bro i could see how open you were um talking about yourself which was really refreshing, and also the style that you delivered it in—I didn't expect it out of you when I met you. I gotta be honest. Mm. When I met you, I didn't—I didn't expect that level of like self-awareness mm. in your in your music and stuff. Not because uh, you wouldn't portray portray yourself that way. It was just like, well, I you mean, know, like he—he was a drug addict. Like, I wonder what kind of music he he come into. But studying the catalog for like two three days, <clears throat> very honest. Uh, and very uh approachable it wasn't like super complicated rhyme schemes to where it was going to lose me right and i respected it because it it allowed me to follow it all the way through does that make sense yeah yeah so i really respect the way you approached it man it was it was very dope
3: i definitely my you know i've changed everything getting sober. Like I changed my rap name. Um everything you can tell I'm like, sorry. You
1: could tell as as I was listening to catalog on, on Spotify, it'll shuffle. Yeah. Through the so hey, some songs are like, oh like he was on here and, yeah. and some other ones you were on some real self aware yeah. kind of self I'm doing thing.
3: like super conscious yeah. rap yeah. or like super grimy yeah, that shit. Yeah. But um that's uh that um I, I, I used to try to be like more lyrical and shit mm-hmm. um, and now like less is more like I've definitely more like simplified my flow and slowed mm-hmm. down a bit mm-hmm. and I just try to paint a picture now instead mm-hmm. of like saying a bunch of shit um, I just try to like paint a picture and tell a story yeah. like storyteller rap you know mm-hmm. Um, I want I want people to relate to it like they do like I touch on just like human issues mm-hmm. like love and mm-hmm. heartbreak and yeah. addiction and there's not like a persona I'm, I'm portraying in my music so it's also if people aren't feeling the shit i'll you know i don't take it personally because like i know i'm dope but I, I would take it very personal before because like it's really like i'm spilling my heart out so yeah how can you say that's whack like yeah. you're basically saying i'm a whack person mm. you know what i mean um because there's not like an image of a person I'm portraying. It's like, you know, it's Reggie Mars, but it's, it's Steven, you know?
1: <clears throat> the <clears throat> the separation of personas that we give ourselves when we're in this AM concept, AM blank, you know? Yeah. I, I think it's helpful to, uh, with rejection. So like uh, like you're saying, oh, you know, Steven, it's it's, it's, it's well, yeah, because is cool about it, you know. Like you know, George might not be so cool about you fucking calling me an asshole all the time or whatever, you know. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: as artists I, or uh, being in hip hop, we're lucky to have that separation, you know. Uh, I can see how a criticism really hurts. If you spend time with it, you develop it. It's your baby, you know. You it's it, it's from nothing. You create it. You release it to be judged, and it's the the negativity that comes back. Do you think that had to do a lot with the drug use? I mean, oh, yeah. it is is—it is a lot of people telling you either it's whack or it's good, right? Yeah. And YouTube's not friendly.
3: I mean, and, the majority, know. I get way more love than I do people hating on my shit. And okay. if they say it's whack, like, I know that's not true. Uh-huh. Before, I'd, like, fucking cry about it, you know? Yeah. I suck, you know? But I'm just telling my story. Like, I my shit is all nonfiction, bro. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing whack about that.
1: How did it affect... <clears throat> Your surroundings Once you started To get sober Like did you see An immediate change In your relationships Or did it take a while For them to trust you again Oh yeah It uh... took
3: a while Yeah Yeah but uh You know I got to step nine And step nine Is making amends To those you've harmed So you know I made amends To like my my parents And you know um, Friends And my son And um And they were all like The reality of that Has to be intense Oh dude It's like the most Humiliating like experience because you want to just brush it off as addicts we minimize the damage we did too you know like oh it wasn't that bad that's how we'll relapse we'll forget how bad it was and like how much of a piece of shit you were you know um so yeah it was very uncomfortable it took about you know it was different this time because i wasn't there like court ordered i wasn't there because like baby mom wanted me there i was there on my own accord so like my loved ones could see that.
1: Had there been other attempts?
3: Yeah, okay. but I was like forced into mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. you know. So this
1: was a, the first time you you genuinely I did came it on for my own. you.
3: It wasn't for parole or probation. It mm. was it was just I hit a wall. So they, and they
1: took this one serious.
3: They could see that I, I'm I was really trying to and, make. And so, this
1: do you remember the feeling of like? Oh, I'm sorry. What did you feel going into it,
3: dude? Like a feeling of relief, mm. like oh, I'm finally done. But. I was also fucking terrified because it's like that's your band-aid dude that's your pacifier you know and that shit's stripped away from you you're actually gonna be worse off that's where the spirituality comes into play you need to replace that um toxic love with that drug for a love for like God or yeah. whatever you know yeah. um music is a is my higher power too that's like like you said it's godlike, you know like I I I don't know. I would hate it here, dude. I would hate it here if I didn't have that outlet. Like, I'm I'm very fortunate to like know my purpose in life and have a purpose in life. Most people search their whole their whole life for that and and never figure it out. You know.
1: Have you ever read a book called The Prophet? Mm-mm. Okay, there's a book called The Prophet where <clears throat> this kid is a shepherd, okay, and he has a flock of sheep or whatever. But he has dreams of traveling. Right, which is why he became a shepherd he wants to move the flock around and see the countryside or whatever and while he's there <clears throat> he has a dream of a huge treasure in his dream and he sees himself like over the treasure right and like about to touch a treasure and he wakes up so when that happens he goes to uh, 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 like a gypsy and he wants her to interpret the dream uh, so he can find this treasure and she goes um <clears throat> give me ten percent of your treasure, and when you find it, and then I'll let I'll give you into the dream. Okay, cool. So as the story go, goes on, he keeps promising ten percent of his treasure to the people helping him to get to his treasure, right? And ultimately, uh, uh, he ultimately he ends up giving up like ninety percent or whatever. Right? I mean, he's about to find his treasure, and at the end, he has to give the last ten percent to get into the wherever he the treasure is, or whatever. Um the point of the story being that. Once he got there He realized that it wasn't like The treasure That was The the actual treasure It was the mission The to journey it. The yeah. journey The development Of himself Him finding him Him being humbled Enough to give away His poor All that stuff Was all metaphors For, for reality being like Dude life is tough Yeah You know But you can't judge it By like winning or losing on a daily basis because that's not the way it works yeah. and I think we do that to ourselves like I'm a fucking loser
3: yeah or, very you know, this, very self-critical yeah as creatives too or even more you know
1: be- because we're creative. Yeah. you know and, and we don't reach a level of success that we paint in our heads yeah we are uh, oh you know life's
3: you put all this work into it you know? and, and you don't and the fruits aren't what you like thought they would be bro you're asking and it's just constant letdowns you're giving you know?
1: blank pieces of paper to creatives and you're saying Imagine everything So you're imagining Your future to be Grandoise bro it's Just fucking World taking over And then You 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 gotta You gotta understand You gotta What do they call it Come to terms with With the reality Of the situation right? Like listen Manage your expectations Because yeah. it takes a long time And da 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 That kind of shit And it bums you out That you're not there That you're not you You're not the the one the, You're not the image Of yourself You know you can be You know Yeah. So I find, you know, weed and alcohol to be real relaxing. Uh, At least that's what I tell myself. I, 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 it's it's come to points where like I'm wondering, um, is it the comfortability or is it not the just because I keep doing it and over, over and again. You know what I mean? Uh, What's the question again? No, no. I'm just Uh. stating in myself that I, I find substances to be a real a real relaxing way to like escape
3: the world. For sure. Too comfortable. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? How do you avoid that then?
3: Like, how do I cope? Yeah. Sober? Um, you no, know, with,
1: the, with the, uh, the fact that they're available, right? So, like, everywhere. How do you manage yourself to not?
3: I mean, I just, I just try my best to remember, like, where it takes me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, been, I've spent so much time incarcerated and uh, just, like, never doing anything. Mm. you know never having like a real job and i'd get high and be like all right i'm gonna make music and you know i wouldn't even end up doing that so i wasn't even making music so i know like i know if i relapse i'm not gonna be making music she's gonna bounce um my family's gonna be disappointed my son's gonna be disappointed like i have a lot to lose you mm-hmm. know and my selfish self tells me i don't and i'm a loser and like i have like nothing but for what i've been through um and survived like i'm very blessed and i take life for granted like mm-hmm. too much you know mm. we all do yeah
1: what about physically are you doing anything physically to keep yourself healthy
3: uh you know what mind body soul like body was like the last the one thing i wasn't really doing in sobriety like i was eating kind of (coughs) healthy yeah but i just recently started going to the gym Mm. um so i've been doing that because it's it's a mind body soul thing you know sure it's um yeah it's not just about abstinence like that's a very small part of it it's about changing it's about those toxic characteristics that you need to change and Mm. character defects you know Um, so it's, you know, it's, I can, I can not do drugs and still be an asshole, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, And even more of an asshole. So it's, it's about like being sober and just trying my best to be a good person. So are you seeing
1: someone like, uh, that you, uh, maybe on a weekly basis or monthly basis that you like report to or like, not report to, but confide in to keep, uh,
3: well, I'm actually on Friday starting therapy, dude oh you just started yeah so like my friends in recovery have been telling me for years to like do that yeah um like i need a i I need the 12-step program too but i need like outside help too Mm -hmm. like i'm bipolar i have like other mental health stuff going on you know Mm -hmm. um so you know it's about finding the right like medication and um therapists to talk to so i mean even therapists have therapists you know like it's uh they're gonna help me with shit that like my sponsor can't really sure. help me with. You like know?
1: really get in depth
3: with stuff. All the core shit, you know?
1: <clears throat> wow, man. You're you're facing such an uphill battle, dude, that um it's impressive to see you shine the way you do, man. Cause it's it's tough, dude. That's that it, I I've put myself mentally in a situation where like there's no real exit right so like when you're high or you're drunk or whatever you kind of rely on that to be like oh this will fix it this will be that it only it's only making it worse Mm -hmm. you know uh and to see you take such a positive light to it dude because i could see it man you're like i'm i'm doing this like i can see it in your face when you talk about it i
3: mean i have to even if i'm delusional dude i i have to at least you know they say like fake it till you make it you yeah know? Dude. i have to you know yeah, if man. things just aren't okay i'm i'm still gonna pretend that everything's fine and everything's going to be okay okay you know yeah it's it's a, it's about it's a perspective shift you know yeah everything's perspective
1: mm-hmm no, it's important to keep your perspective, especially in 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 such a such a dangerous game, dude, you know. I wish you the best, man. Thank you. I know bro. you're going to keep doing that. I know you're going to keep doing your thing. How do we approach music now? Is it is it completely different? Completely different. Yeah, tell, tell what would it be like before?
3: Um, it would be like I'd wake up in the morning dope sick and like I have a studio sesh later today. Uh-huh. I got to figure out how I'm going to get dope and get well so I'm able to write and record you know yeah so it was like all day so I'd be hustling or you know doing whatever I had to do like little licks or whatever to like get my bread to pick up and then um, once I would pick up and get well I'm already thinking about the next one mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't even be doing music you know so mm-hmm. not only do I owe it to myself and like my loved ones to be sober But i owe it to my music career too because i've I've been doing music a long time but never put a hundred into it like i've neglected that do you think you almost
1: forced the music out
3: yeah and you can hear it it sounds forced the old shit sounds forced you know so now it's uh now i'm sober and can kind of like fine tune it and Direct it more, like what direction I'm trying to go with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, yeah. Before it was just like all over the place, like you know, yeah.
0: Um,
3: you know, and it's definitely my lyrics are a lot more meaningful, like being in recovery. Like if I was using and rapping how I do, so so what about now? A,
1: now, how do we approach it on a daily basis? Like, uh, uh, do we have set time to write?
3: Um, no, I, I've I've kind of honestly the last few months. Really through COVID, but the last few months like kind of been struggling um with depression and shit, which is you know why I'm seeking therapy. And I'm I'm all openly talk about this. It's like nothing to be ashamed of, you know what I mean? Um so I haven't really been writing much. I dropped uh I dropped a I dropped an album two weeks ago with Blush. Yeah. Congratulations, um, man. Yeah, dope. Nod Street. Um shouts to Body Bag Ben and Dark Summers on the production. Uh and then in April, I dropped the Alvarado Diaries, which is my solo EP. Mm-hmm. Um, shot some music videos for that shit. Um, next month I'm going on tour with Triz. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just started riding. Yeah. Wh- uh, where are you again. going? What cities is you like? I'm doing the California leg of the tour. So like Sacramento, yeah. San Jose, Dope, L.A. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be doing Vegas and possibly Boulder, Colorado. So nice. um, I'm working with a manager now, so he, and he manages Triz, so he's the one arranging everything. He's going to hit me with my itinerary when it's like all set in stone. But I'm trying to get a new project done yeah. by that time.
1: Okay, so. dope. All right, are you the kind of cat who you can record anywhere? Yeah. Or do you
3: need Oh, to? I, I just record. I, I go to like the same studio. Oh, so, you have a, a yeah, my boy Andy uh, Jordan River recordings. That's my engineer. Yeah, um, shout out to, to Andy. I know him. Yeah, man, vodka man. Yeah. Um, so I record there over in Glendale. Um, but uh, yeah, other studios. It's really mm-hmm. if I'm just like knocking out a feature for someone or mm-hmm. something. So
1: did you ever get into anything else? You talked about your dad being in films. Did you ever get into like any other? uh you know as a kid
3: i really wanted to be an actor but my parents like shielded me from that because they didn't want me to be like the macaulay culkin type and here i am you know but um nah yeah at least you would have been rich bro i mean mean? dude like in school i did like theater and shit sure i did did drama you know yeah i Um, did romeo and juliet dope yeah who were you romeo i I was t-bolt okay the cousin damn okay i was a bad guy so that was John Leguizamo's role that's right yeah. look at
1: you <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know my shit bro dude I love that movie too the, that soundtrack to that movie dude is so good bro, so I'm good. a
3: film buff bro I love that director okay. he did, uh, he did uh, what? The Great Gatsby and he did uh, Moulin Rouge oh dope Baz Luhrmann yeah. director. was that yeah. him that's yeah. dope
1: yeah I like Tarantino um, Guy Ritchie I like a lot of Guy Ritchie shit Stanley Kubrick yeah yeah those are the classics you yeah. yeah. oh, know I actually wrote a script during quarantine Dope Yeah it was an idea That was Kept bugging me for years And I remember just Every once in a while I would sit down And, and like get a pen and pad And just like write down Some notes And then I would Leave it alone I, I would never go back to it And then I ended up having like Do seriously like Seven pages of just notes From this Of this script That I made up in my mind And I said alright Fuck it I'm gonna do it And I had all the time In the world And I developed the It took like Four months To like get this script down Um but I'm very proud of it, dude. It was it was something that kept bugging me, and once I I knew I was done because I could go to sleep. I was mm. like, all right, I, it's un, I I yeah I got it exactly the way I wanted it, you know. So I don't know I don't know where that'll take me or what I'll do, but I'm kind of excited.
3: So I love I love music, man. Yeah. I'm a musician. I love hip hop. Um, I don't I don't even consider myself a rapper. I'm a songwriter, bro. Um, I'm a poet. Um, I wanna do like I wanna experiment more with other genres. Yeah. Um, yeah all right. and I, I really I like writing. Um, so I, I eventually I wanna write like books and shit like that and like screenplays and um you know, I have a few friends that do that and that are actually like very successful, you know. Like we we have the same English teachers, you yeah. know what I mean? So I see them doing it, I'm like, damn, like I can do that shit too, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not I don't see myself like retiring at 45 years old Mm. um do you have plans
1: though do you have like a maybe like a five-year plan that you want to
3: i mean right now it's just put out quality music um i have a lot more stories to tell dude um and i i just i want to just you know the entertainment industry you know i want to i want to make songs for movies for films you know i signed this distribution and publishing deal with sony orchard so i have my own label my own imprint under them angelino records so, cool, man. so like any any songs i make that are like no samples and shit like i can shoot to them and they'll. Your, just, so
1: your music comes out of there right
3: now yeah the sony sony the orchard yeah oh, um so yeah i signed a deal with them and um uh, so there's a publishing deal too yeah. so like they could they could potentially you know um, sure, send my shit something, to something video TV, games yeah absolutely
1: yeah, man yeah that's so cool, bro.
3: So that's what I want to do because the royalties, bro, that's, you know... That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Yeah, get, yeah. It, get into some
1: soundtracks or something, right? Yeah.
3: I don't see myself being 60 years old, like, rocking stages, like, rapping. I think if I stay healthy, I could, and I, I would, you know, yeah. but I want to I wanna expand, bro. I want to take it
1: sure. one day
3: at a time, but to like i want to do it all bro you're
1: a lot of dream bro and you're allowed to bet on yourself as many times as it takes you know what i'm saying and, and that's an important part of being an artist also too it's just betting that you'll get it to the next level but you gotta work to that you gotta get to that point how have you narrowed down your craft you think like uh is it is it oh, i'll let you i'll let you answer. how have you narrowed it down
3: i mean i don't you know it's not high school anymore i don't just like collab with you know you know before it was like all about collabs um so i'm not going to collab with somebody unless i see some like potential in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean um you know i'm from the old wave of rappers not this new wave of everybody raps now um so you know i do i've just really like have zoned more in on my solo shit mm-hmm. um really kind of mm-hmm. narrowing down my ble- my beat selection like what i I sound best on. Oh, you know? Um yeah.
1: So you getting to know yourself. Yeah. In the music.
3: Yeah. Like I've only been clean three years, so it's like basically I'm um, I started using at fourteen. I'm basically seventeen years old Damn, mentally. Bro. So I'm I'm still I'm like a newborn, you know? So it's kinda like so much of yourself to discover still. Yeah. Crazy dude. Yeah, and I'm thirty four, but I feel twenty four, you know?
1: it it it, it really is. It stipends your maturity, dude That is so true Because instead of dealing with Whatever is making you Want to go get high You just go get high Yeah And you don't you Never face it You never learn from it, it You know You're absolutely right dude, Without That You're breaking it down like that Yeah That's crazy and, and this is all stuff That they're telling you During the, the program that, that you The 12 steps that you took
3: I mean not that They're telling me This is like You're discovering I'm, this As discovering, along. Yeah, wow, you know, Yeah Wow dude yeah So,
1: so you finish the program
3: I mean, you know, you never finish it, you keep doing the 12 steps, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But through writing, you, you know this with whatever it is, there's something, something happens when the pen touches paper mm. and you write it out. Like something, when I wrote down my inventory, step four, like my resentments, mm. people I was mad at, people I had harmed, when I actually wrote it down and like read it, it was like, mind-blowing dude it was like i it opened a whole new like fucking dimension for me what did you, know you what see I mean? just uh what did it i saw realize? it as like a whole like like i could actually visually like see it because once you saw
1: it like that on paper it was like reality yeah okay
3: yeah and it takes the power out of it when you when you write the shit down you know i was mad at this person this person did this and that and you write it out and, oh, then you you see find, the yeah, and you find pettiness in it. Yeah, uh, and you the pettiness and you find your part in it too. You know? Like you admit your part. In yeah. Like for example, I a resentment I had growing up was like being teased as a kid in school when mm-hmm. I was like fucking 6 years old. I didn't do anything. Like I was an innocent 6-year-old, but you know what my part is in that? Is that at 34 I'm still holding on to that resentment. They forgot about it a long time ago. So it's only hurting me, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so you write these columns, like you write the name of the person you have the resentment towards, what they did, um, what it affected. So like your, your pride, your self-esteem, et cetera. And then the last cat, uh, category is, um, or, you know, uh, the last, um, column is your, your part in it, you know? So, uh, you know, I was mad at dude for like beating me up in jail. My part was like fucking fucking around being an idiot and getting arrested. Yeah. If I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't have gone to jail, you know? Yeah. And that's what is included in that lifestyle, you wow, know? Dude. So, you know, I was like, you know, mad at uh, you know, my dad for yelling at me when I was 9 for like not doing my fucking Spanish homework, you mm-hmm. know? Um I didn't even know I was mad about that so, until uh, I wrote it down. So these you know? little
1: these little things build up in in snowball.
3: Yeah, right. S- fucking avalanche, dude. I'm
1: crazy, dude. Yep. Okay, but now you got a good support system.
3: Yeah, great support system. Okay. Um, and when I made those amends, it, w- it was surprising the uh, the reactions I got. I you thought, weren't sure
1: you were going to get those type. No, of
3: dude. I thought they were going to be like, I never want to talk to you again. But they were like, because you you make amends. an an amends is an action thing it's not like hey my bad i'm sorry you say sorry but like through action you show like you're you're serious you know so um you say i did this and this and this what can i do and i'm sorry what can i do to make it right and they'll be like oh like this and that most of the um most of the results they said uh just just stay sober and like keep doing what you're doing you know
1: and that'll that's Um, payment enough for them yeah
3: yeah And, you know, there were some, like, financial amends I had to make, you know, like, I had to, like, go into a Vons that I shoplifted from, and, like, uh, I was like, hey, I stole from here, like, 10 years ago. They are like, huh? And I just gave them a $100 bill, you know? Just shit like that, you know? Um, I didn't want to do that, but my sponsor said I needed to, and I did (laughs) feel better after I did that. Did you you really? Yeah, dude. I was like, something
1: that sounds so minimal really did lift weight off of you absolutely wow dude
3: so you stop blaming every because as an addict you blame everybody else yeah the last person you look at is you dude it's it's your fault it's her fault i wouldn't have done this if she didn't do that etc but you know you you come to realize that 99 percent of the time it was your crazy it was your fault you know so once you learn that yeah you feel like ashamed and shit like that but it's like easy to work through that now and fucking leave it leave it behind, you mm-hmm. know? And emerge as new.
1: Very cool, man. Dude, that's all that, that's it's such a pure thing to be like, hey, honestly, you just need to come to terms with the truth. And, and that will honestly set you free.
3: And I like, didn't that's realize the way that it works, man. That's that insane. All these truths that I thought were my truths were lies. Hmm. I thought these lies were my truths, you know? Yeah. And that's not the case. Like I have a greater purpose here on earth, dude. Like, it's to make art and to be a good person and try to, like, help other people that are struggling with what I've been through. <laughs> Nice. Wait up, I'ma get right Blood on my sleeve, wear my stripes with a peace sign peace. Bliss what I risk, just a glimpse of glimpse Need my space in a place I don't feel love. No love. I can get so far with the backpack so Shooting stars, see my arms show the whole track Encompassed by pain, I just reboot Shoot my shot to my face, turn to deep blue Dead. What it's like, froze tears till the glass break. break What I learned back in school, I'm a strange case, case. Wildin' out on stage in a safe space. space Shift
2: shape, saw me, I don't save face no time. See I'm great, please don't ask me no, Trust the snake, I don't think so, they pass me, pass me. I can slow time from the backseat Watch it all slip away till my last beat then I Riptide, zip tie, you can flex now
3: Been high, road trip, this a dark cloud Recluse see my head spin Script words hit nerves till my eyes pin No pulse been told I'm a lifeline Sky scrape I'm fine when I hang light. Parachute old noose we can be friends Brain swell skip stones to the deep end Pick bones get soul we can rest now
2: Crash down shipwreck I'ma pass out Night time is the best time Deep sleep my ride I can test drive Cool breeze hold keys to a cloud nine Die free rise up in my chest high Ah!
1: Uh, speaking out like this, dude, really is going to help a lot of people, and that's really why I wanted to get you in here. Um, any little bit that can help anyone, just kind of see that tomorrow will be okay. I think we we can all do a little bit more, especially nowadays. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, dude, I really appreciate you coming out and, and sharing your story with us, man. Yeah, thank it really you, means bro. a lot.
3: Uh, music? Where can they find you? Where can they see you? Um, all digital streaming platforms. Reggie Mars, R I G G Y M A R Z subscribe to my youtube channel um projects coming out i just dropped this new project with lush one called nod street yeah um that's the ep that's up on spotify uh and i'm working on a solo lp right now um with this producer from rochester dark summers and the homie body bag ben who's uh from ventura county they're they uh they uh splashed the production on it and then um I'm also in the works of... Uh, I'm working with this artist who lives in Japan. Mm-hmm. He's Canadian, but he's been in Japan for 20 years. Rap legend. He was in this group called Isosceles. Um, Where's the group from? Like Canada. To so the Canadian group. Yeah, they were twin brothers. I saw. Some um they were part of like they worked with like Battle Axe record, like Mocha only. I was gonna say, dude, because I know way back then. I know Canadian hip I know,
1: you know, obviously Mocha only and like swollen, swollen members, members and shit. Members. They were with them.
3: Not like with them, but like you'd hear their name with those people. You okay, know what I mean? Crazy. And like Living Legends, sure, too. Sure. Um so I'm th- his uh, his name's Agape, A G A P E. Okay From my We're we're working on a on a collaboration album it's just tricky because he's not in this country you yeah. know um but we're talking go to, go to over to- facetime go. Go we're, getting, we're getting the beats put together and Dude, then eventually cool eventually i'm gonna fly out to tokyo yeah, and do record all the shit out there so the
1: experience alone bro will yeah give so much to write about
3: yeah and mm-hmm. so um and he you know he he has plugs with like booking agents like he said when this project's done like we'll be touring asia and and canada Mm. and the states and shit so but i'm really focusing on solo shit i don't have enough like solo music like i want i couldn't do a two-hour set i'd run out of breath but like i want to be able to have that many songs to do back to back like and not having to hit up the homie like yo i got this show yeah. like you got a verse on it you got to perform with me Crazy. you know i don't yeah. want to have to rely on it i want to be self-reliant and like um, it's just
1: getting busy right
3: yeah so and now i got this manager so i got a dude helping me book shows um so there's that i got this distribution deal with sony like i said um and this is all happened during quarantine so mm-hmm. um it's, it's it's amazing what happens when you apply yourself you know and um you know i still get down on myself and think i'm not doing enough but if i look back just this last year alone like what i've accomplished as an artist you know it's a lot so i just you know you got to keep it pushing you know
1: no dude tour words haven't been spoken man yeah again dude i wish you the best thank you for coming out and sharing your story with us it really meant it really means a lot yeah, thank uh, you so much yeah absolutely anytime so for a real hip-hop everywhere this is concept 714 asking you demanding can you help us
0: the <laughs>